0: Hello, my
1: fellow nerds, and welcome back to Last Nerds on Earth presents the Five Crystals a D&D Adventure. I'm Mike, your host this week. I also play Oliver Blackthorn, the teenage halfling rogue. I'd like to begin this week by announcing that we'll be having our first guest in the near future. His name's Venice, and he is the DM for Fate's Grip, an Australian D&D campaign that streams their sessions. We're incredibly excited to have him on, and we hope you are too. You can check him out on Twitter at Fate's Grip. I'd also like to thank Roll the Save for your kind messages. It goes a long way, and we really appreciate it. You can find them on Twitter as well at Save Podcast. Speaking of Twitter, we've been receiving a huge amount of support from you guys, and we now have over 200 followers on our page. So I'd like to thank Jesse McHugh, The Iron Spine, John Smith, and the other 197 plus of you. We wouldn't be here without you. We last left our heroes, finally out of Waterdeep, and back to the safety of the Orioles. Carly made contact with his goddess and everyone got a much needed night of sleep. Let's see what Lady Bianca has in the store for our heroes here on the five crystals.
2: So on your last adventure, your last session, you managed to get the safe open, find out that there was a hellish crystal inside of a black bag. And upon, delivering it to the Adventurer's Guild, where Francois was, he lets you know that it was a shard, essentially, of Gar-Gauf, the fallen demon of the Nine Hells. And that he had scattered four of them around the world. I almost forgot how many there were. He scattered four of them around the world. And you had found one of them, Francois said, that the Adventuring Guild will be taking them and hiding them throughout the world so that they know where they are and they can make the decision of where they're going to be and who's guarding them. After that, you made an expeditious retreat. After getting into a small run in with the guards, you finally made it to the docks and boarded up on the good old Oriole. And right at the end, or at the beginning of the evening, Carly got essentially a message from his deity claiming he was on the right path and he should continue down where he was going so that was where we ended the session last time and so we're going to pick up the next morning the sun is rising, and you guys are in your respective cabins that you had last time and I think there was, I, I don't know who was in whose, but who was with uh, Carly? Was it Alagrax or Rain? Rain. Rain, okay. So Rain, upon waking up, you look around and Carly's not there. And Oliver and allegrax you guys both awaken in your own rooms. What would you like to do? Oh, Carly, you're up on the bow, still asleep.
0: Yep. I'm just curled up in a little ball. <laughs> well, big ball. Yeah.
3: I guess, yeah, I'll just go upstairs. I still need to check in with Lady Bianca and see what she wanted to tell me. Yeah. because like she, she did specifically ask for me to meet with her about something she found about the papers I gave her.
2: Mm-hmm. So you open your door into the hallway and make your way up the stairs to the familiar deck of the Oriole. There are sailors bustling about, doing their sailory type stuff, you know, slinging, slinging jibs and and, and battening uh, sails and whatnot. I'm a good sailor. I do stuff like that.
1: <laughs>
2: and Lady Bianca is in her normal post up by the helm. Watermelon Head is being shadowed by Philomena and they are off to the port side. The left side. And then you do notice Carly all the way at the bow curled up into a little big ball.
3: And just He's just staying curled up into a little big ball?
2: Is a uh, appears to be unconscious all
3: right if there's a barrel nearby like an empty one i'm just gonna try to roll them into the barrel and just set it to the side avoid the head please <laughs>
2: <laughs> carly you feel two hands grab you maybe not as gently as you would prefer and start trying to push you into a wooden barrel and you are awakened
0: <laughs> what hey wh- what are you doing uh nothing just i, know, and, I know i know you're awake yeah Carly, i'd like I'm, to see you try to push me around
3: i'm hurt i would. You totally good i would never
0: i gotta confess something i i told tim that i was rainstorm bottom i was kind of mad at you i saw i'm sorry but <laughs> it was
3: pretty hilarious though so you were you were mad are you suggesting that this might in some way be vengeance against you for such an innocent prank.
0: Oh, no, I know you're going to do something else. Like, hit me in the head again.
3: <laughs> I would never. I would never do such a thing.
0: Yeah, those those darn magic rocks are just everywhere, aren't they?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Never know when, when one might just come flying out of nowhere. Smack it uh-huh. upside the head.
0: Oh, oh, man. I, uh... I had a crazy night. I, uh... I talked to Saloon. She she actually talked to me.
3: Well, that's terrifying.
1: As he's saying that, I'm going to come out of my room and walk up to the bow.
3: I like the gods better when they're not talking.
0: Well, I, I kind of asked for her to talk to me, and then she did. I didn't think it would ever happen. But, but Willis told me to do my thing, and I did my thing.
3: No, don't don't ask the gods to talk to you. Because then they might do it, and then they'll ask you to do things. And then you have to do those things. Don't ask the gods to talk to you. that That's a terrible idea. Like, huh. I can't i can't think of a worse thing you can do.
0: Huh. Well, I, I'm pretty sure throwing a rock at someone's head could be a little worse. No. Or unleashing a, a demon, you know, blood-red demon <laughs> crystal. That could be a little worse.
3: Maybe the unleashing the demon. Maybe. I have to think about it no no asking the gods to talk to you is worse yeah it's still worse all right i'm
0: gonna turn turn away from him (laughs) and go to oliver (laughs) i'm walking up just oh
1: i feel great how do you guys feel i feel like i I went up two levels (laughs) or something (laughs) i just feel really good
2: let's just take a sledgehammer to that fourth wall there that's we're not used to that smash that's all good
1: How about really i mean oliver's probably yeah i feel i feel at home
0: here i really like it here on the oil i feel like i have like you know my magic feels really good today that's great it's weird so it's different hey dm
3: question so (laughs) some some sessions ago i bought a barrel of oil for arrows that i never actually used. is it still on the boat
2: A barrel of oil, it was not in their inventory, so if they had found it, they probably would have thought, oh, we just didn't count this one, and probably have kept it. And so it's probably still on the boat.
3: Because I I just thought of it, and I realized I I never actually used it, and um, I sort of forgot about it. And obviously, I haven't been carrying around a barrel of oil, because that would be (laughs) ridiculous.
2: yeah
0: kind of like carrying around a couple gallons of whiskey it's weird
2: (laughs) just a little uh, yeah so i mean it's it's probably still on the boat you can look around and see if they either sold it or or used it at some point
3: might might do that after i meet with lady bianca okay she might know if they have it too
2: yeah could be i mean she knows every inch of the boat back and forth so is that what you want to do next go talk to lady bianca
3: yeah, I, I need to find out what she she found out about those papers I gave her.
2: Okay. Now, you'll remember in her note, she was specifically talking about the chef and what had happened to him. So, not necessarily yeah. about the papers, but, yeah. So, yeah, if you want to go talk to her, you can.
3: Okay. Yeah, that, that's what I'm going to do.
2: Okay. So, you leave Oliver and Carly to their uh, own conversation up at the bow, and you walk up the steps to Lady Bianca, and she looks at you and says, Oh, right! Oh, excellent to see you. How did you sleep last night?
3: Like a rock.
2: Excellent. Well, you know, rocks sleep really good.
3: They, they do. So in your letter, you said you had found out some more uh,
2: information about that chef. Yes, I did. You might want to get the rest of your group around here, because this, this is pretty important.
3: All right, I'll gather them up.
2: So you call over Oliver and Carly, and Alagrax, are you awake on the on the deck, or what are you up to? You muted yourself, bud.
4: Uh, yep, no, I'm up on the deck.
2: Okay, so you, you four gather around, and she says, Actually, let's let's go below deck. Let's go to my quarters. And so she takes you down below deck into her office, which you, I don't believe you've ever been in before. It's the first door on the left, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know, I didn't map out. Anyways, she takes you into her office, and she's got a desk there and a few chairs, and you guys sit down, she sits behind the desk, and she says, Now... It's a very curious thing uh, that you've come across and I was a little worried, but unfortunately my suspicions panned out. I asked around to different captains and a few of the guards uh, at Waterdeep, and they had talks about a creature that was essentially stopping people doing the exact same thing to them that they did to that chef and nobody has seen hide nor hair of it now i'm not entirely sure what it's called but along the road from neverwinter to water there is the Mare of dead men it's essentially a large swamp have you, any of y'all heard of this before you guys can roll history checks if you want let's
1: see natural 20.
2: Nice. What gonna... is a
4: natural what does a natural one get me?
2: You don't know what <laughs> swamps are. Mm.
3: You've never I, heard of I got a three.
2: A three, okay. You also you know what a swamp is, but you're not sure if it's a good thing or a bad thing.
0: An eight from me.
2: An eight from you. You know about swamps. They're wet. You have heard of them before, for (laughs) sure. So, Oliver, you know that the Mare was essentially a, in its history, it has produced about three different troll armies through one way or the other. Either they just bolstered their ranks over time, or they had generals that showed up but you know it was created after the armies of falorm were overrun by the hordes of the waste in 614 dr the few remaining armies or men from the armies but women too made their last stand at inarov's tower and the tower had once belonged to innerov the former mage royal of Uth tower however unbeknownst to anybody he had delved into the crypts and basically rotted there and became a lynch. He was awakened by all the commotion, the war happening outside, and the king, Uth the VII, asked him for his help, begged him. And so he was like, fine. And he called the ocean to flood the entire area. Goblinoids, humanoids, everybody was essentially killed. And the only thing left was the saltwater swamp called Mare of Dead Men, Mare of the Dead. Yeah, mayor of Deadman. That's it. Sorry.
1: So let's just pretend that I said that to everyone because I can't relay that. Yeah, no, that's I, I, fine. I just... <laughs> you don't need to know.
2: You don't need to know the whole history, but you do know the whole history of it. So yeah. essentially, it's it's this swamp that is undead and essentially living, and you do know about a few other things which I can tell you later. Okay. But essentially, it is this swamp full of just dead creatures. So you do know about it. She just asked if anybody knew about it in your response.
1: Okay. Well, yeah, yeah, I know. I've, I've heard about it. There's quite a bit of trolls that come out of there. That's that's not a, not a very good place.
2: No, it's not. And so you also know that the road that runs alongside it essentially is magically adhered to the swamp. Any efforts to shift it, the swamp just grows until it's right next to that road. It makes for a perilous journey.
1: Yeah, it's, of course I knew all
2: that. So everybody, so everybody... <laughs> those who travel by the swamp, they're not, you know, they're not just relaxed and and just skipping down the road. They're, They're ready and they're prepared, but they're still somehow being attacked and most go missing. The few that have been found match the description of this chef. And so I fear whatever's doing this is in the swamp. And this is new information. This has probably only been happening within the past six months, that I can tell. So that's that's essentially what I think might have happened to the chef, is that that ship was fairly close to the Mayor of Deadmen, and so maybe whatever was in the swamp got hungry enough to come out at that time, consume it as it would, and then move back in. Interesting.
4: That is rather terrifying.
2: Yeah, so, I mean... It's, it's definitely impeding business for us, because we can't get any supplies, like, we can't dock at Neverwinter and pick up supplies there, so anything that wants to get shipped through us has to go down to Wadiddy, and mm-hmm. we're losing shipments. They're just getting either destroyed or taken or stolen, and most of it's happening right outside of this swamp.
3: So someone needs to look into this swamp.
2: Uh, I hate to ask after everything you've already done, but is there anything you can do? I think we can figure something out.
3: Yeah, we can could, we
4: could look into it.
2: I really appreciate it.
4: I'm confused. The swamp... I don't know what that is. <laughs> What's so up? you just...
2: You need me to, to cover what a swamp is? It's that, uh...
0: It, it's wet. I'm not familiar. It's pretty no. wet.
2: Okay, imagine... Imagine like a, a forest, right? Mm. But uh, hold on,
4: do I okay, do okay. I know what? Uh, can I do a nature check to see if I know what a forest is? I'm gonna
2: make a, <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna make a house rule. House rule. Everybody knows what a forest is. Okay, this All is the right. world. Mister, we've been in a forest. No basic. In a forest. Yeah,
1: we're so, aware of trees.
2: Yeah. So it's it's I, basically I, a I, flooded forest. I don't know what a tree is. I've I'm gonna tired. kill you, half health. Murder. <laughs> Watermelon head comes in. Where is the delete button? On there it is. Remove. <laughs> so
4: it's a a rain then a wet forest
2: no it's it's i it's don't not think wet. rain's
0: been there have you I all mean, right I've have you been, been to the forest? forest i've, I've no, the wet one been, i don't
4: have think i've been, been to the a wet forest? forest okay so it's not a
1: rainforest. it's more of a it's like um if there was a forest really close to and not really an ocean let's say a lake and mm-hmm. then that lake all the water went to the forest mm, where's the lake well the lake's still there um let's just say that it's near it and the soil is very loose so the water oh, travels through freely i
0: know i know it's a mud pit <laughs> it's a big mud pit i love mud pits uh,
1: essentially um there's a mm, lot of mud yes let's just head for it and you guys will, you guys will sort of see <laughs> as we go along
0: <laughs> oh, i want to go check the mud out let's go
4: Yes, this
2: swamp
4: seems most intriguing.
2: Lady Bianca is just sort of staring, blank face, <laughs> at this conversation that's happening in front of her. And then finally, she goes, uh, "Okay, so you guys wouldn't mind checking it out, yeah?"
0: Yeah, we'll take a look.
2: Okay, I mean, it's it's right along our route, so we'll throw Inca out by it, and um, and hopefully, you know, and then we'll have a, a team take you in to the swamp, if that's all right. Absolutely,
4: my yeah, really. Yep, sounds mm-hmm. good to me.
2: Excellent, excellent. All right, well, um, it's only a few days away, so um, if you guys just sort of want to relax, hang out, and we'll get you there. Cool, Right in. all right, cool. She stands up, sort of in a dismissive manner, but not, you know, you know, Lady Bianca. And so you guys leave her quarters, and she goes back up to the helm, and she's checking on people. Is there anything you guys want to do in between now and then?
4: I'm trying to wrap my brain around this swamp thing. I'm
1: probably just hanging out with
4: Watermelon Head.
0: Every chance I get, I'm gonna do minor illusions, just goofy things like, you know, Philomena's head on Watermelon Head's body, and all <laughs> her <Oliver laughs> super, super tall and thin, just various things so people could just see it. Okay.
3: Just ridiculous. Gotcha. They, people get very annoyed. I'll be spending a lot of my time <laughs> with the crew helping out on the ship.
2: Okay, cause yeah, you've got that like plus one to rope tying. So yeah. Yeah. There, um, did you want to see if there is any oil? Your oil left?
3: Oh yeah, I'm gonna am gonna see if my
2: oil barrel's still on, on, okay, on the uh, ship. Roll me an investigation check. Ten. So you go down into the stores below, and you're you're searching around, and after maybe half a day being down there, you're able to finally find your barrel. It's a little bit dusty. <laughs> I mean it's only been like a week but you finally find it it's got like rain carved into it
3: like great my barrel's still here
2: my lucky barrel
3: i don't know what i'm gonna do with it but i'll figure it
2: out yeah basically my favorite barrel it's got all the things i need in it
3: i'm gonna keep this barrel (laughs) even after i use the oil
2: i don't know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna
3: keep the barrel i'm just always going to have the barrel okay it's the storage barrel just the barrel
2: got oil in it Alright, so days go by, you guys are hanging out, milling about with the crew, and let me check, I don't think there's any stops. As you guys are are moving out of Waterdeep, you guys are sticking pretty close to the coastline. This time around, uh, last time you went a little bit deeper into the water, now you're pretty close to the coastline. And on your right, you you can see the cliffs of, of Waterdeep just to the north, and then beyond that, coming up the coast, you see hills start to grow and get a little bit bigger and then far off inland is a mountain range that rises up and the snow-capped peaks are, are peeking into the clouds and rain is falling along the east side of it stop falling down that rain get back on the boat and after after several days the foothills vanish and it flattens out and you can see a Grove of what looks like trees, but they're greyed and and gnarled and and there's just multitudes of vines hanging off of them with with small bushes sticking up around, but almost a sickly color. Like as if the entire brightness of the landscape has been toned down and it's just been paled out and you have arrived at the Bear of Deadman.
1: Oh, this isn't like any swamp I've seen before. I agree. That's a swamp. This is this is a swamp, but there's usually
3: a bit more life than this. There's nothing creepy about this at all.
0: I was thinking a mud pit.
3: This is disappointing. I, <laughs> I, have, a, I have a feeling it's going to get a lot
2: more exciting once we get in there.
3: Hmm.
4: Well, I guess
2: we'll believe you. Just call it a hunch. All right, so Lady Bianca comes up to you guys, watermelon, and drive beside her, Philomena riding on his shoulder. And she goes, Well, there it is. I'm going to have Clyde and Theo take you out and, and get you over there on one of the boats, that's all right.
4: Sure. All right.
2: All right. Well, um, boats ready whenever you are. And just to let you guys know, about this time, it's, it's roughly about midday.
3: All uh, right.
2: So, okay. So guys load up onto the boat and collide they are there and they're Oh hey guys how's it going? You guys doing all right. Mm, rather. Hey, there, well. hey there boys. Yeah uh, you know handshakes and backpats and boy I would not want to be you fellas right now, that's for sure.
0: it looks pretty depressing in there man.
2: Yeah it does not look fun. I'm gonna stay on the nice, safe, happy boat.
0: I don't blame you for that. I'm sure we can make it work. Well that's what that once chef guy thought probably that was that nice happy boat. Carly yeah
4: <laughs> let's uh let's not scare our compatriots here
0: oh yeah you know, you know the boat this boat's pretty sweet it's probably the best one i've seen other than the warrior you know <laughs>
1: um <laughs> i could get into a whole <laughs> sidetrack thing about the difference of boats and ships right now but i'm not going to please don't <laughs> <laughs> appreciate
4: that thank you um so, all right so if it float it a boat
2: if it ain't shit it's a ship <laughs> I don't know. All right, so you guys uh, load up into the boat and Clive Theo uh, begin rowing you over to the swamp. And it's a good, like, 120 yards away, 120 meters, whatever, away, and, and they keep, they just, you know, row, row, and, and like, almost a silence falls over the boat you guys are in as it moves through and, and the waves which were once sort of peaking here and there, slowly start to to smooth out, and the boat eventually runs into some mud, and you guys are right at the edge and staring in. It's it's light outside, but it just it seems to get like darker and darker and darker inside of the swamp. Right. Well, here you are. We're uh, we're more inclined to to get out. So if you could get out please oh of course
0: Hop <laughs> out of the boat how do we get you back here when we need you
2: oh we'll be keeping an eye out so if you can you know just come back to this location or um, if is there any way you can signal us
0: how about this and i shoot a fire bolt up in the air
2: yeah that'll work yeah once you're done uh, we'll have somebody all day and all night watching the swamp for you and so if you get an opportunity just yeah shoot a shoot a flare up That's right. cool mate
0: thanks It's my signature move.
2: (laughs) Uh, Well, uh, we appreciate it, I suppose. Um, Anyways, best of luck to you, and we'll uh, see you hopefully soon. Bye. And they row. They row very quickly away from the swamp, and you guys turn and look into it, and you can hear different sounds coming out of it. The stench of the swamp just sort of almost overwhelms you it's just it smells bad and you can hear creatures screeching in there and, and, and bugs and everything like that frogs probably well another
0: day at the office eh, boys oh, i don't like this too much yeah, No, know
4: it's rather cozy <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right then well let's uh let's do this i guess
2: all right, so you guys begin your intrepid march in search of this creature that seems to be able to just drain the life force out of people. You're moving through, and, and the, the mud and the muck is clinging to you, almost trying to suck you down. And every once you get to, like, a drier section of land. but So we're, like,
1: wading it, through muddy water type thing?
2: Initially, yeah, on the outside of the fall
1: well, When we got off the boat, I jumped on Carly's back.
2: <laughs> <I'm not laughs> <right>. that's
0: gross <laughs>
2: it's yucky I don't want to mess up my boots or nothing
0: and I'm like bouncing up and down on purpose like he's a toddler <laughs> <laughs> And so uh,
2: about half an hour into your journey there's been a general mist that overhangs throughout the swamp and you can sort of hear creatures calling to you Eventually, you get to what seems almost like a wall of fog. Like you've had the the thin wispy mist around you the entire time, but this just seems very thick and and doesn't seem to be moving too much with the wind itself, but is just sort of almost set in place, swirling back and forth.
4: Is this like a magical sort of fog? I don't know. I, I want to can I do like a. Arcana?
2: Yeah, you can do an Arcana check.
0: Arcana. Ooh, that's going to be a 5.
2: You canna check.
0: Uh, I'd like to do 1, 2.
2: To your knowledge, you, this is not normal fog, but just not fog that you've seen. Hmm. Okay, Carly?
4: Makes sense, I've never been in a swamp.
2: Yeah, I mean. Okay,
4: so I'm a 14.
2: 14, as far as you can tell, there's no magical essence about this particular fog.
1: I would do one, but our canon
3: not. I actually want to do a different check.
2: Okay. Can
3: I do a primeval awareness check?
2: What in the fuck is that?
3: <laughs> it's one of my ranger abilities. Okay. Basically, as, as an action, I can expend a ranger spell slot to sense whether any aberrations, celestial dragons, elementals, fey, fiends, or undead are present within a one mile radius of me. Ah. Or up to six miles if I'm
2: within favor terrain. Which yours is forest, right? Your favorite yeah. terrain. Okay. So
3: this, this wouldn't ah. count.
4: No, you said that the swamp was a wet forest.
3: <laughs>
2: Fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> while,
3: while, while, because I did check. While this ability will reveal if any of these things are within that radius, it will tell me, like, if it's undead, or if it's a dragon, or if it's an elemental, and if it's in that radius, it won't tell me
2: exactly where in that radius, just
3: that it's there.
2: Okay. So you guys see Rain sort of stop and he looks sort of around the ground a little bit and he looks at his right hand and it slowly begins to glow a very, very faint green light, almost a, almost a white, but it is distinctly green. And he places it about a foot into the water until it stops on a soggy, just muck, moss, mud-type ground, and he sits there for a second, and you hear him whisper. You can't really hear exactly what he whispers, but you know he does, and then suddenly a pulse from the spot he's got his hand on with a deep thrum just shoots out in all directions and is gone. Rain, I will let you know that within one mile of you, There are undead.
3: Well,
0: Don't forget a dragon and an elemental right next to you. (laughs) No, you guys, you guys,
2: you guys don't count for the nature of this. Okay. Got it. First of all, he's, he's not a dragon and you're not an elemental.
3: Not, not as far as this (laughs)
2: spells. Not like that. You have elemental tendencies.
3: Yeah. Oh, oh joy. Um, so, uh, question. How good are we? How good do you think we are dealing with undead? Relatively well. Why did you detect any? There might be a few. Just a guess. I don't know exactly if there's a lot, but usually, usually there's a lot. Well, do you know where they're? Not exactly, but and this is just me throwing it out there. I would guess. I kind of point in the general direction of everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> my wow. my spell just tells me that they're there. It doesn't really tell me much else.
0: They better not grab my feet. I'm gonna freak out. That's
4: alright. See what I can do. I'm gonna divine sense and that lets me know exactly where they are within sixty feet, if they're within sixty feet. If they're not then that doesn't help me.
2: Alright, so you guys see Alagrax sort of place his hands together and then throw them outwards in front of him and a white light radiates off of him in this huge sphere and then slowly melts away you do not detect any undead
4: hmm. all right well we got at least 60 feet suppose that narrows it down a little bit i got a few more of those in me every once in a while i can throw out a beacon
0: uh question to the dm yes will my mana potions work with allegrax well they restores one spell slot but only like well half of your levels.
4: Don't worry about that. My divine sense isn't a spell.
2: Yeah, not with his okay. divine sense. It was okay. I still got five more of them though. He has to call oh, upon damn. the power of his god to to okay, use got that. It. And there's not a mana potion alive that can do that.
0: I thought it might have been a spell. I gotcha. Nope. No, that that was mine. Mine is a spell. Okay, so that's good. Good to know, because I have yeah. stuff to rejuvenate at least a little bit.
2: Your Primeval Awareness was a spell?
3: It expends a spell slot. So oh, I'm yeah, you do have to
2: expend a spell slot. It's not technically a spell, though. Is it really? Oh. It's not. I mean, it expends a spell slot.
3: that That's why I assumed it.
2: That's kind of a... Because mana potions aren't in the player's handbook. That was sort of a yeah. homebrew a thing. A So thing. if you guys decide to use it for rain stuff, I'll make a call then. But until then, let's just move on for now.
4: Okay. I reckon a spell slot is
3: a spell slot. I've got more. So it's, yeah, using one for that isn't gonna kill me.
2: All right, well let's start walking. I hope it doesn't kill me.
0: All right, well uh, let's keep an eye on each side of us and I guess see what happens.
2: So you guys are moving into the fog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, you guys step into the fog and it's it's very very thick. I need everybody to roll me a Constitution save except for Alberts. Nice.
1: I got an
3: 18.
2: Actually, Alagrex, I think you roll with advanced. No, you still have to roll one. You're just... Mm. I got a
3: 16. Okay. I got a nine.
2: Okay. And Oliver, you had a...
3: 18.
2: 18. And Alagrex. Dirty 20. Dirty 20. So as you guys move in and begin to inhale this fog, you all start coughing, all of you. And the... the- get sort of a slight burning sensation going down your throat into your lungs and and most of you guys are able to push through it but carly you have become poisoned oh no yeah
0: so i'm just hacking (coughs) (coughs) (coughs)
1: i'll hop off his back i don't want (laughs) to put any more
0: stress on him
2: (laughs) do you guys continue to push through the fog i'm feeling fine
0: at this point I'm just going to keep moving the direction I was going and trying to make it.
2: All right. You guys are slowly pushing through this fog, still coughing, still hacking. After about half an hour, roll me another constitution saving throw.
3: 17 for rain.
2: Okay.
1: Natural 20. Okay. And an 8 for me.
2: <laughs> Allegrax. 15. 15. Carly you have lost one of your hit die essentially uh, so
3: that's that's not good
2: no
0: okay so how much how much is that
2: let me see what is what are your hit die by the way
0: let's see where's that gonna be
2: Right not know. I'm looking for it right now. I was just going to tell you, you lost some help, but I don't know.
0: Actually, I think I might know where to find
2: it. It's it's under your sorcerer information.
0: Okay, one d6 per sorcerer level.
2: Okay, so roll me a d6. Okay.
0: And that's a full six. Alright, you
2: take uh, six hit points worth of damage. Okay.
4: You're not, you're not looking so good there, Curly.
0: Uh, Yeah, I'm uh, pretty bad. This... <clears throat> This I don't know what's happening.
2: Do you guys push on? Do you guys do anything to prevent inhalation?
3: No pull a couple pieces of cloth, or so if I need to, like i'll just I'll just tear up a spare shirt or something I have in my pack, make a cloth mask to cover my face, and I'll wrap one around Carly's head too since he's okay see if I can't help him out.
4: okay. I mean if you want, I can uh neutralize that poison for you
0: <clears throat> you can what <clears throat>
4: oh yeah. You didn't know I could do that?
0: No! Of (laughs) course I didn't know! What's
4: happening? I'm going to touch Carly and cast Protection from Poison, Okay. which neutralizes the poison within him, and uh, for the next hour, he has advantage on saving throws against being poisoned, and resistance to poison damage.
2: Okay, so there's that, and then... Anybody else want to do anything? Rain's got a Rain's got a cloth covering. Carly's got that spell.
1: I think Oliver's probably just wondering like if his face covering is protecting his breathing because he's <laughs> not really getting affected by it. So I think he's I don't think he'd do anything.
2: Like his, his illusion spell?
1: Yeah.
0: I just picture him just standing there just <laughs> looking up at everybody, just going back and forth like, What's going on? <laughs> if we wanna pop that mana
4: potion, I can I can give everyone, you know, resistance or protection from poison.
0: Okay, so that would work for you then? Okay. I give you a a mana potion. So what that does, so the mana potion gives you your maximum spell slot. Like if you're at level three, it would give you like one and a half rounded up. So you get two spell slots out of it. That's what Jack told me at least.
2: So what it is, is when you take the mana potion, you take your maximum spell slot level, which if it's three, you cut it in half and then you round it up and that's the max you can restore with it. So you can restore one spell slot of level two. Okay. Yeah.
0: Or two level ones, is that correct?
2: That's not correct. You could re- No?
0: Okay. No. Okay, got it.
2: Yeah. Got it. You could restore, it's, it's just one spell slot, but it'll restore, you know, it's only one spell slot, but you get to decide, yeah.
4: I'll save that for if we start having
0: problems. Okay, so I, I just hand that over to you. Oh, you might need this later. Yeah, here you go. Yep. Thanks. Let me know if you guys uh,
4: need some protection. But for now, let's push on.
2: All right, you guys uh, push on through. Another half hour goes by. You guys are just sort of trudging through this sludge and and just making your way past, you know, the trees and the bushes and, and you hear maybe a creature move off to your left or your right every once in a while just trying to push through this stuff. And everybody roll me a constitution saving throw rain you have advantage and carly you have advantage
0: got a 15. 15. i got a nat 20. You are i fine. also got a 15.
2: Nice. okay Allegrax. 18. 18 um so you guys are standing strong you're feeling you're You're not feeling great but you're not like it's it's not pressuring you anymore you feeling like you, you can make it you can make it you're still going through you don't know how much further it is but you're doing okay and so we're gonna keep pushing through and you guys are just just going along and hacking and coughing and another another half hour goes by and 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 the fog you can see it's it's slowly beginning to thin and, and you're almost out of it and roll me one more constitution saving throw
0: do i still have advantage or are we past the hour
2: yeah i mean you're technically right at the end of it i'll let you go ahead and roll it
3: uh 11 for rank.
2: Okay. Well, thank
0: God 16 with advantage.
2: Okay. 17. Oliver? 15. Okay. Rain, you know, you have advantage, right?
3: That was with advantage.
2: Okay. So rain, for some reason, the, the power of this fog, the intensity of it after breathing it in for so long, even with your mask covering, it just gets into your lungs and they really start burning and they're almost on fire and you are now poisoned. Yay. So, but with that, you guys make it through the fog and push out into relatively clear air. And looking back behind you, the fog is just just as thick and still there. Mm. Some nasty stuff. Yeah, it's some
4: harsh stuff there. It's a good
0: thing we're out of it now.
4: Yeah. How's everyone doing?
0: Yeah, I, well, I don't feel like my, my throat's bloody anymore. That's good, I guess. It's usually good.
3: As a general rule, that is that is good. Mm, indeed.
0: Well, I hope we don't have to go back through that. Uh, let's hope that whatever's in here is causing it. Let's hope so. I want to look around, see if I can see anything.
2: All right, roll me a perception check. 16 plus 1,
0: 17.
2: Looking around, your, your knowledge of swamps isn't amazing. You haven't really come into contact with it in your travels, but looking around, you just notice that there just seems to be like an air about the place that is foreboding and you can actually see throughout the swamp at least in the area that you're at there is an arm poking up here and there's a creature in armor obviously decayed and lost of this world like just gone for a long time leaning up against a tree and you realize looking around that you're actually standing in a, a battlefield
4: mm, i'd like to pop another one of those divine senses just please give me the eebie-jeebies
0: oh hey guys uh look and i just point 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 point
3: oh crap now i'm not an expert but we may maybe we might have a problem Mm
2: -hmm. they grab my feet i'm freaking out man (laughs) so you wanted to pop a divine sense oh yeah okay and that is what 60 feet you said yep fortunately because of the thickness of the trees possibly or maybe because there really aren't any nearby you don't sense anything. Interesting. It looks like the creatures that died here have died and have not been messed with for a very long time. Parts of them look like they've been almost consumed by the trees. You know, how trees will grow over things that have left to rot next to them.
3: This might, might be a nature survival, but as a ranger and, and someone who grew up, like, in the forest and in nature. Can I get a general sense of kind of the state of the natural surroundings, just how bad the situation is?
2: Roll me a nature check.
3: Okay, that is going to be a 14.
2: Okay, based on the information that Oliver gave you and just sort of as you're looking around, this is not like a normal swamp. First of all, it is completely saltwatered. That came in here, which should have killed all of these plants. But through some force, maybe currently enacting on it, maybe long ago, these the plants are still alive in a sense. You know, they, they're, they're alive and they're definitely thriving because from what you can tell based off of what Carly showed you, they are growing. Yeah. But it just it doesn't seem like this is a natural state for this land to be in. Or what a swamp should be in.
3: Yeah. Which on that note you guys would see me look kinda of disturbed. This is like,
2: Use your words.
3: Uh, <laughs> so yeah. No he you see uh you'll see rain start, you know, really looking at some of the plants and the even the dirt and grass, if there is any. And the water and just this is wrong. This is all wrong. This isn't even possible. So, I think that this isn't how swamps usually look? No swamp I've ever heard of. I hope swamps don't have a bunch of dead
0: people in them normally. That's... I don't, I don't well, like no, swamps. No, then. it's
3: It's more than the dead people. The swamp itself should be dead. Mm. Like you, you, mean, you mean these trees shouldn't be here? I mean, maybe they're here, but they're dead. They, or at least they should be. But something else is
0: keeping them alive? Mm. I don't like this. Oh, evil, evil demon crystals, and now this. Oh, this is a crazy week.
4: Not exactly anything sinister nearby, so I reckon we press on.
0: All right. After you. <laughs> so,
2: um,
0: you guys. Well, oh, I'm always looking out just just quickly. Is any of that armor salvageable, you know, for <laughs> Allograx? I <laughs> won't want it, but he's looking for armor, man.
2: Roll me an investigation check.
0: All right. 11 plus 2, 13
2: digging through the the corpses just in the immediate vicinity and and sort of scraping off some of the mud and the muck you're not really able to find anything that's that's worth much there might be you know a a sword here there like a maybe a pauldron or a bracer but not an entire set of plate mail and and nothing that's better than the gear you guys have on okay it's it's ancient it is
0: they just see me digging through this stuff
2: You're just, like, tossing bones out to the left and the right, maybe looking at a skull and throwing it off. Like, nothing?
0: Uh, nope. Nope. uh uh-uh. <laughs> All right, let's go.
2: Yeah, let's get going. All right. Quick question. Are you guys headed straight forward? Are you going left or are you going right?
3: Before we do that, I would like to do a check to get a better lay of the land okay. and see if there's anything that's been moving
2: through here. Like, just a, an actual like pathway or something like that yeah okay roll me a survival check which you're proficient in Ooh, here you go, girl.
3: i am um, all right let's, let's see that is going to be 13
2: so looking looking through the mud and the muck you do see a few tracks there is uh, the tracks of what look to be a deer but instead of there being like sets of four there's only like three like instead of four legs there's there's three and you can tell it's going from east to west you also notice a couple other things a couple other like almost grooves that have been carved into the land it headed towards the uh, northeast like from out of the fog to the northeast something was dragged through but that's that's all you're able to really discern there doesn't look like there's there's you know a, a walking path or, or anything that's been chopped out of the way to make a direction for anybody
3: like I, this is confusing. Something, something. I I have no idea what. Went that way. I point. I point in the direction the the grooves went, and the or something was drugged that way. Mm. And then something else went west. I think, but it's only got three feet. What the fuck has three feet? An elderly man. Uh, I knew I should have paid more attention in class. I
0: saw a three-legged dog once. Mm.
3: Yeah, but did the three-legged dog you saw have hooves?
0: No, that I would have been. That would have been weird. Dogs don't have hooves. Whatever,
3: whatever this thing is, has hooves. But like,
0: which way do you reckon we should go? I I say we go where the thing's getting dragged, because that's means it's something big. So that's what we're looking for, right? I would tend
3: to agree. I I guess I I I don't know. Everything about this swamp is confusing. Well, let's
2: journey to the northeast then.
0: All right. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, so you guys are going to follow the drag, Mark? Mm-hmm. Yes. All right, so you push towards the northeast from your location and begin moving towards sort of trying to keep track of this this thing that was either dragged or moved through the swamp. It goes like around trees and, and it moves on almost a seemingly random path, but it generally stays headed in one direction until suddenly it... Vanishes. The trail eventually disappears. At one point,
3: just, just, just gone. I'm gonna, I'm gonna investigate the spot where it vanished. Okay. See if I can uh, pick it up.
2: Yeah. Roll me an investigation check. Actually, roll me a roll me a survival check again.
3: Okay. Can I take the roll I just rolled?
2: Yeah. Sure. Awesome.
3: Because that's a natural twenty.
2: Uh, no, nice. wanna... roll, roll oh, it, Yeah. Roll a different one. Roll it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so. After a lot of searching around and, and just trying to figure out, you know what happened to this thing, you notice that the trail doesn't necessarily stop, it just goes deeper into the water. It just goes more down than anything else, almost as if it's burrowing in there.
3: Mm. Is, this, is this the part where I need to make
2: dexterity check? <laughs> <laughs> nope, you're fine. No.
3: This is the part.
2: What's y'all's marching order, by the way? I should have asked you a while ago. Rain, you're in the front, or...
0: I think I've been keeping an eye behind us.
2: Okay. I'll be up near the front.
0: I'm
1: probably okay. just in front of Carly, then, in okay. the middle.
2: Carly, does a 20 hit you? <laughs> Ooh. Uh,
0: oh,
2: yep, hi. Yes, okay. it does. And then let me see. Does a... A 17 hits you.
0: I want to have a reaction of shield, and that would bring it up to 19 for me, so no, it wouldn't hit.
2: All right, without warning, a long tentacle with splines coming out of the end of it whips across and smacks Carly right in the back. And that is going to do seven bludgeoning damage plus four piercing damage. So 11 damage total. And you are also grappled. He's, uh
0: yep. yeah, so I'm down pretty far.
2: You guys hear Carly scream out in pain as he is attacked by this unseen force and then suddenly rising up out of the depths of the swamp behind you a large hideous three-legged monster he rises up and he's about the size of a large lion like a double the size of a lion where its head should be there's just simply a gaping maw filled with razor sharp long stabbing teeth and coming off of its back are three long tentacles and the tentacles themselves have eyes and splines that are whipping about and a large roar rolls across let's initiative.
1: We got a thirteen plus 4 17.
2: Uh I have an eighteen. Sixteen. Seven. Alright, so this is sort of how the battlefield is set up. There's a large, massive creature, basically has Carly 10 feet away from it. Probably about five feet away from Carly is Oliver. Allagrax and Rain, you guys are about 10 feet away. So probably roughly about 25 feet away, I think, from the actual creature itself. There are large trees sort of scattered about, but as of right now, you guys are in pretty tight quarters. Rain, it is going to be your go first.
3: Okay, so he's. I start out by going, Oh, I owe uh, Big Sis Mary an apology. Then I cast Hunter's Mark as a spell on it, which is going to give me some extra damage to the thing. Very nice. I'm casting it as a first-level
2: spell. Okay, so just the D6. Gotcha.
3: Yeah. And then how
2: physically, how far is it from you? This is important. Probably about 25 feet. From you, okay. you and Alagrax are 25 feet. Oliver is... 15 feet away from it. Carly, you are, let me double check this. Yeah, you're 10 feet away, but you're grappled.
3: It matters because the next thing I do is has a, has a range of 30 feet. And I have to be able to physically see where I'm going. Okay. So I cast Misty Step. <laughs> so like, you just see me disappear. Like a cloud of mist appears at my feet and uh, like a small cloud. And then I just sort of step and vanish. Nice. And then reappear next to the creature as I plunge both my swords straight down into
2: it. Awesome. So, <laughs> are you... I just need to know, are you behind this creature, on the sides of it, or in front of it?
3: I'm going to go... You said there's a tentacle attached to Carly? Yeah. So I'm going towards that tentacle. I want to try to, to cut off that tentacle. Okay. Or near it, so I
2: can try to detach it from Carly. Okay, Now I will tell you, your, well, your Misty Step would take up your action. Would it
3: take up my whole action?
2: Yes. No, Misty the, Step is a bonus action. Correct, but he also used Hunter's Mark, which is also a which bonus action. Which is
3: also a bonus action. So you, uh...
2: Uh, I'll, I'll let you retract it if you want to do something else, but you can use, you can move a bonus action into an action as far as I know. I do
4: I mean, if you want to house roll it that way, that's not rules no. as written though.
3: Well, I just I just thought Misty Step might count as like a movement, but that's fine.
2: Yeah. What hang on, what are the rules on that Allegrax?
4: Rules as written are bonus actions and actions are entirely separate thing. You get okay. one of each, but you can't, you can't rule like them each. over. Okay. Unless you okay. have like a feat
2: that lets you do that. Right. Okay. Yeah, okay. No, no worries. I'm yeah. glad for the clarification, thank you. Alright, so Okay,
3: then they both they both count as a bonus action. So I could do one but
2: not both. Correct.
3: In that case. Alright. In that case I will use and just a regular action to cast Misty Step. And then that would be my action.
2: Well no, you have to use it as a bonus action.
3: You so you can't Okay.
2: You can't move bonus actions. That's what yeah. it was verifying. Oh, you can't okay. move bonus actions into actions. They're just they're separate things. You can do an action, a bonus okay. and a movement, or you can take your action to move, but that's the only thing I know of that you can
3: that case, well, oh, that's
2: disappointing. Now, I will say this you could move up to it,
3: yeah, and then stab I'll, it,
2: but you'd be right I'll, in front. I'll, of I'll, it.
3: Ju- I'll just kind of reverse what I did instead of using Hunter's Mark, I'll use the Misty Step and attack, and then I can use Hunter's Mark next round right next to it,
2: okay? Yeah,
3: so that that's what I'll do instead.
2: If you wanted to use Hunter's Mark this turn and just move to the creature you could just walk to it
4: it's not as cool though it's
2: not as cool I yeah. say it's not <laughs> it as cool
3: have, it doesn't have the same effect
2: that's true it's way cooler
3: to misty step so okay so what do we want to do i'm i'm misty stepping because i want an excuse to use my cool power
2: okay <laughs> all right so i go. got that too i got misty step this level too <laughs> <laughs> i stole my idea you guys are just gonna be popping all over the place so yeah you see
3: the the mist and i just port right next to the tentacle. I'm slashing down on it
2: okay roll me an attack roll all
3: right so I do get to attack with both my swords because I have extra attack which is not a bonus action it's, it's part of my standard action correct um, yeah. so for the first one it's going to be 23 for the first attack and seventeen for the second one to hit.
2: Both of those do hit, and then go ahead and roll me some damage.
3: And nine damage for the first attack. Okay. And seven damage for the second one.
2: So sixteen.
3: Yeah, that's sixteen damage total.
2: Okay. So Rain, uh, you misty step, and you go, and leave two just like slashes on the long side on the side of this monster. It does not disconnect the tentacle. But it does a little bit of damage, and he roars and he roars in pain. Congratulations, Rain has his attention.
3: Shit, Rain has his attention.
1: <laughs>
2: there you go again. And he is going next. Guess what he's gonna do? All right, so he is going to reach out with one of his tentacles and attack you, Rain. Eight does not beat your armor class.
3: It does not.
2: All right, next he is going to bite at person and you're off to the side of him yeah?
3: Yeah, I'm just I'm just to the side
2: on on his side. Okay, so you see a tentacle like whip around and look at you. You're pretty tight in there, and so he's actually just going to run forward and bite at Oliver. Oh no. Uh does a twenty-one hit.
1: Yeah, so I'm gonna use uncanny dodge and half that damage.
2: Okay. Also roll me a constitution saving throw. Nineteen. Nice. Alright so uh this creature rears back and like clomps down on you and, and reflexively you're able to grab two of its bigger teeth and, and just sort of hold it and then push yourself out of the mouth and so it, instead of actually piercing into you it just scrapes across and for a brief momentary flash you feel a searing pain and then you feel something almost seep into your body and then it sort of dissipates as the, uh, the... shut
1: <laughs> shut up <laughs>
2: as the contact was not strong enough to release the poison inside of you. So, um, he's a good dog. Glad
1: right? I just got that.
2: Alright, and Carly, he is going to raise you up and slam you straight into a tree. I need you to roll me a constitution saving throw. Uh, ow. Uh, seven. Alright, you take ten bludgeoning damage and you are stunned. Till the end of his next turn.
0: So I don't get a turn, damn okay.
2: You do, but you can't talk, move, or use any bonus actions or actions.
0: So I can't do anything.
2: No, you can't do anything. You <laughs> still get a turn, you just can't do anything.
0: Okay, so I'm, I'm getting pretty close to dead.
2: Okay, what do you want to do, Oliver?
0: Since Rain
1: is also within five feet of him, I'm just going to uh, turn and jab both my daggers right into him.
2: So you're going on the other side of him? Yes. Okay, all right, roll me roll me some attack rolls, and I think you get sneak attack. Yes. But I don't think that adds to the roll.
1: No, it does uh, damage. Okay. 18.
2: 18 hits.
1: And then four plus four, so that's a five, and then 36.
2: I'm sorry, what? Four. Was that math? <laughs> you were like, what? that's five and 36. <laughs>
1: Oh, and then 3d6 <laughs> oh, sneak three. Attacks. Six. You, like, And 36. Sorry, so, like, I was bumbling a little bit. But Getting into numbers and shit. You're fine. So that's a right. 6, a 1, and a 5. So, 12 plus 5, 17 total.
2: Okay, 17 total damage. All right, so you rear back and Yeah, you run up and you sort of do like this slide move where like you like kick up water, but you're like, you know, and you're standing and you're like, ah, just, ah, and you stab him a whole bunch of like little times. <laughs> All right, and he looks, he's hes not hes not too excited about that. He's just, and you see like a tentacle whip around and its eyes are staring right at you. And we will go to Allagrax.
4: All righty, I'm gonna punch it with my sword
2: okay do that punch thing with your sword but
4: first i am going to put a hunter's mark on it okay and yeah then i'm gonna run up to it and make two attacks with my greatsword okay because i can do that now uh let's take a look shall we Ooh, uh is a crit going to hit no that's a shame
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes that will hit
4: and then will a 19 hit
2: a 19 does hit yeah
4: all right perfect so both attacks hit Ah uh, what the hell Give me a second. I need to do some heavy calculations. Holy <laughs> oh, shit. You,
2: you only need to roll 4d6.
4: No, I needed to roll 6d6 cuz I've got Hunter's mark on him.
2: Oh uh, yeah.
4: And then you really thought I wasn't going to divine smite?
2: I didn't know, man. You didn't call it, so I didn't know. But all right. Yeah, you want to divine smite? Roll that d8. Tell me the total damage.
4: I'm working on it.
2: Do I need to get you a calculator?
4: I'm 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 doing a calculator.
2: Okay. Alright,
4: so that's the first attack. And
2: then Are you just expending a level one spell slot for that?
4: No, I'm doing a two.
2: Okay.
4: And then and then I'm gonna do a level one for the second attack.
2: Okay.
4: Two smites. And then it's not undead, is it? No it's not. Okay, in that case, let's see, can I do anything else? Yeah, in that case, across two attacks, it's gonna be 89 damage. Okay. Well done.
0: Holy crap. (laughs) Glad you're on our team. How do you want to do it?
2: Kill this thing? Yeah. It's not dead. (laughs) Oh shit, all right. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Now that you've burned all of those, just remember, this is your first fight and I have a long (laughs) swamp ahead of you. Yeah. Okay. That's all right. you say that? I still have a mana
4: potion. (laughs) One. (laughs) That's all right. All right, so yeah, it's just gonna be, you know, one one slice, you know, across the side, one slice up the front, just gonna quarter this thing.
2: All right, so you guys see Alagrax blaze past Carly, and he just, he sort of lifts his sword up and just, bisects the tentacle on his way over and he just brings his sword down and then just in a flash you don't even see his sword move again and all of a sudden the monster just sort of and then slumps all together into a gooshy pile of you guys have done it holy
3: shit (laughs) <laughs> i'm uh gotta be honest i did not see that one coming okay can i speak? crack my neck a little bit
0: i'm yeah. not unconscious but am i you know free
2: yeah you're you're unstunned basically
0: that was a pretty sweet move though like everybody
2: yeah nice,
4: nice
0: nicely done how you
3: how you feeling there what the, how are you what doing the,
0: what the heck was that oh i i feel like i'm dying but what was that cool last move man you like teleported All right, well, I guess yeah, I'm just talking that, to uh... no one. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not unknowing to you. He's
4: misty-stepped all the way across the swamp already.
3: Can Can I roll a check to try to see what the frick this creature was?
4: Yeah, roll a nature check. I think I really do need some uh, healing.
3: Yeah, yeah, I, I like uh, it. I wish I could uh, heal.
4: 17. How much do you need?
0: I'll let them finish. I am 27 down.
4: Oh, all right. Well, I could give you twenty-five right now.
0: All right. From lay on hands. Yep, and I can heal now. I just don't know how yet, but I'm gonna do it because I'm I want to. So we'll be good later.
4: Oh, wait, wait. you 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 do your healing first, then.
0: Okay, so do you want me to heal myself?
4: Yeah, forever. Much again. I can top you off after that.
0: Okay, all right, so let's see what I can do here. I've got two of these bad mamas. Okay, so what would that get me? Okay, so I am going to... I'm going to end up casting a Cure Runes at a level 2 slot. All right. And I'm going to roll it, and then we'll go through it. Okay, so I'm an 8 total on that. Unfortunately, I rolled shitty. All right, so... Oh, man, I I wish I could heal. Wouldn't it be so cool? You know, I... I to Selu last night. I thought I could do something. I just, you know, just do do this and go, yeah. And then I gain eight hit points. He's ready to <laughs> to do that. You see my hands just kind of glow on my chest a little bit. Whoa, what the hell? <laughs> Looks like you just learned how, mate. Whoa, whoa, I told you Selun, talk to me. Whoa, man. All right.
1: Yeah, that's, that's pretty impressive. Uh,
4: high five for that. Right, I go for a high five. And during the high five I'm going to transfer 10 extra hit points to you. Right. <laughs> okay, I'm back in business. I'm at 28 now. All right. What do you guys want to do? You want to press on? I reckon we should. First I'm going to chug that mana
2: potion.
3: Yeah, first first I want to have a look at this creature.
2: Oh, that's right, Ren. Go ahead and roll me that's a nature three check. Three
3: legs as tentacles. Yeah, I got a, I got a 17 on the check.
2: Oh, that's right. Okay. So looking this over and sort of inspecting the, the carapace of it and the the placement of the tentacles in the eyes and the nose uh, on the said tentacles you know this to be an otiyug or otiyug not really sure how to pronounce it it's a grotesque bulbous creature that walks on three legs it's it's got three rubbery tentacles that end in spiky leaf-like appendages and normally these things will bury themselves underground and wait for food to come across its path. And it beat y'all on its stealth check, which is why you didn't see it. You really weren't looking around anyway, so. <laughs> but it was able to reach out and grab Carly because it grabbed you guys.
1: You just Pokedexed the shit out of that.
2: Atiyug, An Atiyug is a grotesque, bulbous <laughs> creature born along on three <laughs> sturdy legs. Its eyes and nose set along a vine-like stalk that snakes from the top of its bloated <laughs> <exploded> body. <laughs>
4: Alexa, stop. <laughs> <laughs> do, do they normally...
3: Like, are they pretty solitary
2: creatures? Do I need to be looking out for more
3: of them? Or
2: From what you know, yeah, they're solitary creatures. They don't really work in, in groups, no. So, But you do know that the scent of graveyards, city sewers, village middens, and manure-filled animal pens are what attract them to civilized areas. But you can look around and this is not a civilized area.
3: Yeah, so I'm like... The good news is, uh, I know what this is, and thankfully, we probably won't have to find another one. I
0: guess that this isn't what we were looking for, is it?
3: No. That's the bad news. Oh, crap. Is there something here bigger and meaner than this thing? Well, that's not good.
1: I suppose we should press on, then.
4: Maybe I overreacted. (laughs) Just
3: (laughs) Just a hair, uh... I I got excited. I noticed.
0: (laughs) You're kind of a big oaf sometimes. Mm,
4: That might be the nicest thing you've ever said to me, Carly. You're
0: our big oaf. We like you.
2: (laughs) Toughly kind of you, Carly.
0: All right, let's, uh, let's move forward to
3: our deaths.
2: All right. Let's go. You guys turn away from the creature and oh no
3: no hold on hold on huh, no huh, huh, i'm huh. gonna stab it a couple of more times
2: okay okay like
3: <laughs> just okay. i i just want to be sure <laughs> i want to be thorough with
4: it's cut into four pieces
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: it's it's
2: super dead you poked it, it been, so many times that it's super dead it's been sliced like a
4: like a pb and j sandwich
3: like i cut out the thing's heart or hearts got more than (laughs) one and pump them like across the marsh just away
4: it has no more central nervous
2: system it's (laughs) it's it's gone bro
1: that was gross
3: i just kind of look at the party and i'm like i don't know about you guys but i'm of the opinion that dead things should you know stay dead Hey everyone, Mike again.
1: Thanks so much for listening to our podcast. If you enjoy what we do and would like to support us, you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash lastnerdsonearth. We've got some great rewards including the chance to name a character, submit items, and even play a one-shot DM'd by Jack himself. We love hearing your feedback by rating and reviewing us on iTunes, tweeting at us at Earth, and following our Facebook and Instagram, on Earth. Also, don't forget to keep an ear out for our special guest from Fate's Grip. And in the meantime, be sure to check out their stream. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next week.
2: Okay, so nine. So 16?
3: Yeah, that's 16 damage total.
2: Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Some people just have blind spots. <laughs> super suspicious of you guys. <laughs> just read the Discord chat. Nothing personal, kiddo. It's just business. <laughs> <laughs> oh my we God. both got Misty Step. We've got to use it. Could him. you guys not do, like, side chats? In the- Holy <laughs> shit, what the fuck? <laughs> what is all this bullshit? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. That's all we do. I'm very disappointed. (laughs) Pay attention to the fucking game.